What the hell is wrong with Matt Nagy? Man, I don't know that. You want to talk about bad play calling? You just want to talk about bad games, so many costly penalties. What are we doing? What are we doing here Dude, as a team? <laughs> what is going on? It, not only did Matt Nagy look like an idiot, he literally gave a clinic as to what you don't want as a head coach. His offense looked completely incompetent all the time, right? He was running the ball at the worst times. Whenever the Bears would get any sort of momentum, they'd go back and they'd run the ball. That makes zero sense. Fourth down, a pitch to Cordell Patterson. That's the one that at sent our 20. Me. That's the one that I just I could not even understand what the hell that was. What? I mean, uh, and people always want to fall back on, oh, look at Matt Nagy's record. Look at Matt Nagy's record. He's so he's so good. Look at Matt Nagy's record. Yeah, the Bears have had some really good teams, but we've all we've also had one of the best defenses in the recent decade. Dare I say, even almost a dynasty of a defense of how good they've been for such a period of time and they're probably going to continue to be good Matt Nagy has never been a part of the winning formula except for the few times where he's made a couple key play calls that have put us above other teams it's, I don't know I don't know how anyone can watch this game and say that we should keep Matt Nagy as head coach I really don't get it it's hard to say as like a five and two fan that like you're like this disappointed and everything. And I, I feel like we need to stay grounded in that. It's like, you know, we're still three wins above 500 in a great position. But at the same time, it's just with the team that we've been watching over the past few weeks where we haven't been sold on what we've been seeing. And they come out today and they just look completely figured out. I mean, the Rams had them dialed in. I think everything that we kind of predicted was going to go wrong against the Rams ended up going wrong. The running game was mm-hmm. was trash. It was bad. And the offensive line Nick Foles looked horrible. Had, Nick Foles had no protection all game and threw two costly uh, picks because of it. You know, both of which were were really just bad throws by him. He was under pressure, but still, I mean, those were just two picks that should not. Uh, they really just changed the course of the game. Honestly, they had a mm-hmm. chance b- before that first pick to actually get back in the game, and that really sealed it. Yep. Honestly. Yep. I mean, the, at, at the end of the day, it's just. I get it. Matt Nagy doesn't have a great quarterback, and really, that's the one thing he can fall back on right now. Is that oh, I don't, I don't really have that good of a quarterback. Uh, you know, I don't have this. I don't have that. Doesn't have an offensive line. I understand that. Also, Cody Whitehair. I don't know if he ever re-entered the game, but he was injured for a time being. I think he is is injured. I'm not 100% sure on that, but we're gonna have to monitor that going forward. But man, he they they looked horrible. Absolutely horrible. It literally looks exactly like the Colts game. It was almost a, another no t- I mean, how can an offensive head coach have zero offensive touchdowns in two games so far this year? I mean, I want to know that. It's awful. I mean, the offense got outscored by the defense today. I mean, come on. Yeah, they did. You just you Bro, can't I win mean, games in today's NFL like that. I know in the the like the pregame to this game and everything they're trying to pitch this was oh it's gonna be a defensive grinded out battle you know we should be looking forward to seeing like low points scored and it's like oh yeah I'm I'm glad that that's what it has to come to that we have to sell this matchup on just because our offense is so bad that we just have yeah. to consistently rely on being a defensive team and, and tonight it backfired the defense didn't even play that bad but still you can't constantly give the rams a ball 
and, and constantly put this defense on the field and then expect them to make stops, it's just not going to work out. It's just it's unfair to them. I mean, I can't even imagine if this defense had a somewhat competent offense, one that isn't consistently 27th, 28th out of 32 in the league. I mean, that's all you got to know. I mean, with Matt Nagy, all you need to evaluate, I'm sure you are your record or what, whatever that is, but you have to also remember that uh, we, we've had a really good defense, and if you just want to look at where we are at offensively, a change needs to be made, man. A change needs to be made. And I know that we can say, oh, I mean, we're 5-2 and two right now. You know, that's pretty good, I guess. Um, but, like, uh, he keeps being trying to be sold as this offensive genius. And, yeah, he does play calls some good games, but also I don't get his – it's like he never learns. He's too – I almost feel like he's too – you know, maybe egotistical to actually see his wrongdoings game to game. I mean, it's been the same thing every single game. Why do you consistently feel the need to try to develop this run game, even in times where you're having huge momentum in the passing game, right? Why do you have to, why do you feel the consistent desire to develop this passing game when or sorry this running game when nothing is coming about with it i get it you know stick to the run game but also you need to remember what you're working with right we have a really poor offensive line you can't yes in idea like ideally we would be running the ball more but it's just not realistic with what we have right now and once again austin i mean we're at the point where what worked offensively today you know not much not much zero not much worked but but the tempo tempo at some points helped get this team down the field at least into the red zone so and they could squander the points and not score anything which is even more frustrating but tempo worked and and once again you know we waited until late in the third quarter to really do it i know they did it at like one point in the first quarter but it's like if we need to run this offense like a college program and just honestly do spread no huddle all the time and that's what's going to score us points then like fine like that's what we need to do because honestly nothing else works the play calling everything and i know Nagy's always getting you know mad about you know at the players for the penalties that they're getting and throwing them out of rhythm but it's like dude there's just no rhythm in your play calling you know like this team's already yeah. out of sync to start with and just another quick thing real quick i, I know we've been harping on Nagy. how scared were you when khalil mack was down there for a second kind of oh, clutching yeah. his knee i was like oh man yeah i was like if this Him game could Eddie go Jackson. from bad to worse jeez well, the funny thing is that let's say in an alternate universe where Khalil Mack and Eddie Jackson get injured and are out for the year, right? I mean, what's this team's win ceiling? I mean, it just it shows how heavily centered we are on this defense. The team goes from, you know, this team, they're just by the, their schedule, they're still going to get, you know, uh, of, of they're, you know, actually, it's gonna be it's a tight race for that playoff seat now that i look at it we actually if we look at it we are like probably borderline making the playoffs right now we went from being the top nfc seed to borderline making the playoffs right now just because there's so many high win teams right now and so many low win teams in the nfc that nfc west division i mean damn i think all of the teams there are above four wins and the the rams Mm -hmm. just got to five so maybe they're all above five wins i don't know Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, that that is what it is. And oh, and I end up checking it out. We we they are doing the seven playoff team schedule this year. 
but I mean, at the end of the day, like, what are we doing? You know, like we, we're actively working against ourselves and you know, this is a Super Bowl caliber defense, this team offensively, if we were, you know, healthy, they probably have, would have enough pieces to do it. But with Matt Nagy as a head coach, I mean, we, we said this, what, two weeks ago with Matt Nagy as the head coach, like we, we need to want to win, right? We need to want to win. And it looks like from the moves that we don't make in free agency from, I mean, look at how many guards are available right now, right? From the moves we don't make in free agency to any sort of just complacency from Ryan Pace. And then also just the consistent, you know, the weird thing about Matt Nagy is that he will win when the game is tight, but it takes him to get to the point in the game where it's a tight game to actually kind of loosen up what he's play calling. If they play called the way they do in the last quarter of games, every single quarter, this is a completely different offense. Yeah, definitely. It's really, they're just an uninspiring team right now, aren't they? I mean, they're really just uninspiring. I think that clearly this is a team that, you know, their schedule and their ability makes you believe that they can make the playoffs in this year, or at least be on the cusp of it. But you know they're not really a serious contender, though. I I think after this no, after not. this game, you just go they look. This it. team is too riddled with flaws. There's too many weaknesses. You can't have a game where you're sitting on three points for. I mean, basically all four quarters. That's just mm-hmm. it's not going to cut it. And I don't care how defensively you want to pitch it. I mean, this is a team that needs to score more points, and they're struggling with it. They're really struggling with really finding ways to get the ball down the field and be getting parts of games. And then once they get the ball down the field, as we saw tonight, those red zone issues kept popping up. And even the commentators were calling for it. Why aren't they throwing to, mm-hmm. to Jimmy Graham? And I saw them moving Jimmy Yeah, why Gra- did Jimmy Graham come out on that one play that Nick Foles ended up throwing an interception? Like, why was he out? It's the red zone. Yeah, it's not only that. And I can tell that Nagy's trying to, like, get better matchups on, on Jimmy Graham. But it's like, it's some, it's sometimes it's like you're, you can't force things so much. I, I feel like Nagy really tries to force a lot of things with this offense. And it's just, it just does not work out well. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't work out well. I mean, we just saw it on saw it on tape <laughs> we saw it right in front of our eyes and so did the rest of the nfl too <laughs> you know like it, it, it's the offense is super uninspiring okay and i hate to say this but ryan pace needs to really really think about where we are at as an organization right now before we get to the trade deadline because he needs to be either doing one of two things he needs to be buying hard maybe trying to i mean not that it would make a huge difference in this season, but maybe trying to get a quarterback or maybe trying to, you know, get a big piece, a game changing piece, you know, add another offensive lineman, something like that. Or he needs to be selling, right? He needs to be in one of those two modes. He cannot sit complacently because if, if we are complacent, this was going to happen. I, I, I'll predict it for you right now. We're just going to win enough games and have a good enough record that we are going to, you know, have a good enough record to maybe make it in the playoffs. Maybe we'll win a game. Maybe we won't. And then we're going to have a crappy draft pick and not be able to get a top end quarterback, you know, and that's not the place you want to be. That is purgatory in the NFL. You can ask the Bengals how they liked being in that position for 12 years with Marvin Lewis. 
Yeah, honestly, and it's a sad truth, and it's it's sad that you say like, yeah, this five and two team could almost be a seller, and and honestly, probably should. Like with the eye test, you know, if you if you didn't say the results of any of these games, and and I was looking at the at the standings before this this uh, game, the point differential for the Bears, they're a five and one team. I think before this game, they had a twelve point point differential. (laughs) They were winning games by four points. I mean, it's unbelievable the margins this you team look was at, winning and, by. And that is the difference between this team and the 2018 Bears. The 2018 Bears were killing teams. They were the point differential. They were a top three point differential in, in the NFC, right? And this team is just scooting by, right? So yeah, they they need to. Ryan Pace needs to be really considering that because we have a lot of valuable pieces that you know, could potentially walk after this season or we could be, you know, trading after this season. One couple people that come to mind particularly is, you know, people want to say Allen Robinson. I think ultimately Allen Robinson will come back because he's young. He's a good player. Didn't show up much tonight, but he's a good player. Uh, I think Kyle Fuller is someone that would be uh, a potential sell because right now he's playing like one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. And Jalen Johnson is playing really well, too. You could probably get a first-round pick for Kyle Fuller right now. Yeah. No, I mean, he is playing out of his mind. I mean, I really like the way he's been playing. I I mean, I don't think tonight was really his best showing. But, you know, at the same time, wasn't really – no one really looked good uh, or no one really looked perfect, like, all game. I mean, obviously some players on that Bears defense had a great game. But I I think that – you know Kyle Fuller he could definitely get you something and realistically if you know you can't keep him with the cap that they're gonna have then you should deal him I mean yeah I I just I'm too like hell-bent on the on the long-term success of this team to to say that you need to hang on to him I know that you know they're in a decent well, this position team has a right lot now, of young pieces yeah still it, Right, and we're decent at that position, so we can, like you said, Jalen Johnson is playing good, and it wouldn't be optimal to have him going up against every team's number one target. But you know, at the same time, it's the sacrifices you have to make for you know potential long term success. If you know Pace could get a a high round pick, <laughs> correct? <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. And there's three good quarterbacks in this next coming draft. Three really good quarterbacks in this next coming draft we're consistently pricing ourselves out of them and just so happens that almost so many teams are starting to look at quarterbacks now because they know there's three really good quarterbacks in this next coming draft so it's one of those things where you got to really reconsider things right now and you know maybe we're just a little bit too much in the loss and like this is still a five and two team still a team that was you know 10 minutes ago sitting atop of the uh sitting atop of the NFC, number one, right? But at the end of the day, I don't think it takes a genius to look at this team and say that there's a lot of major flaws that will get exploited by good teams. If they, if by some miracle they make it to the Super Bowl, it would just be purely from like luck of the draw, like just like getting bad teams. Like maybe they draw the freaking NFC East team and then, you know, go on to play another team. Yeah, I mean, I think we're definitely a little down in the dumps on this team, and that's fair. I mean, they they looked really bad in this loss. I mean, it it was uglier than the score implied, you know. Well, this all this also isn't the first time that this team has looked really really bad. 
Oh, this yeah. is the second time for sure against the Colts, but they looked horrible. And then the offense has looked really bad in spurts in plenty of games, probably every single game. Honestly, I, I got to be honest, the offense looked way better when Mitchell Trubisky was in there the first two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Do you start bringing you up those questions? Are these the you questions know, like, I want to start asking right now, Austin? Is, I, it is number I, 10 supposed to be the quarterback for this football I team? Think, I think that it has to be at this point. If they go and drop this next Saints game, you I mean, you can't tell me that you're going to keep Nick Foles in there. Right, you you at least have to go with someone that gives you the added. But I mean, Mitchell Trubisky, as much as he did have a lot of horrible flaws to his game, right? But what he did do is he had an ability where he was elusive enough in the pocket, and he completed enough throws and enough explosive plays that it 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 did it for us. I'm sorry, right now, the Mitchell Trubisky led Bears looks a lot better than the Nick Foles led Bears. Really, if if Nick Foles did not have that Falcons comeback, I think that we would be having a much different conversation right now. That was certainly his best moment. I just think it's interesting. I mean, I texted you, you know, earlier today. I mean, the second leading rusher on this Bears team is none other than Mitchell Trubisky. Averaging yeah. a whopping 10.9, you know, yards per carry. I mean, obviously that's a very small sample size. I think he only had 80 some yards, which really speaks to how bad of a running team this is. I think Montgomery has like 300 some yards rushing overall, and that dips all the way down to like 80. It was Mitchell Trubisky, but his um his ability to elude pressure with how bad this offensive line was, I think, really covered up, you know. How, how much of a struggle the offensive line was in pass protection mm-hmm. because now Nick Foles is just getting absolutely berated with pressure. And I think his ability to carry the ball also helped the run game a lot. And I, I truthfully believe that Nick Foles is a better quarterback than Mitch Trubisky. I truthfully believe that, right? And Nick Foles, you know, he's a new he's new. He hasn't had the time with the offense. There's a couple of those throws that were just like a slight bit off. And if he just would have had that, you know, forward step today, like I mean, look at the Anthony Miller one and the Darnell Mooney one. If he just was able to follow through, those are probably huge completions. And this could be a completely different outcome potentially. But all I can say is that the way this Bears offense is built right now, having a quarterback like Nick Foles who doesn't provide you almost anything when it comes to evading pressure is a liability and we're seeing that play out right now yeah I mean that's just the fact of the situation as you said and I think that you know it's gonna be something that's gonna continue to be a problem and like you said they refuse to fix it in free agency and it's just going to continue to to pop up every week and with teams that have the ability to bring pressure and and have multiple threats along their front seven it's going to continue to be an issue for this team to get any kind of offensive production because they can't run the ball and when they're passing the ball um they're just constantly under pressure and like you said there was a wide open opportunity to get it to Mooney where they missed it and he honestly had what like maybe two and a half seconds at best to get that ball off mm-hmm. 
And right, if he literally had a quarter second more where he could just see him open up off that break, he would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But instead, he really just would have been gone. He had to overestimate him like crazy because he threw him even before you know he lost Jalen Ramsey. You know, and and the the funny thing is that I saw on the stat board. Listen how crazy this was, and I think this ended up getting broken today. The Bears were the only team in the NFL to not have a play over forty yards on offense. 40 yards that's not that's not that much that's not that much no it's not it's really not and that was broken it's by pathetic. i think Allen robinson's 42 yard catch i think that yeah, was their see? biggest play yeah so i mean we're having all the same issues if you want to take some you know moral victories here i i thought the rookies looked good you know cole Komet looked you know really good especially on that one catch uh, Darnell Mooney consistently is impressive. If we can just get him a damn quarterback, we might actually have a really, really talented receiver on our hands. Uh, but yeah, the, these next two these next two weeks are going to be very, very impactful as to the Bears' future. Um, you know, the Bears could come back next week against the Saints and just wipe the floor with them. Uh, they're gonna need another Tampa Bay like game. You know, they're gonna they're gonna need yeah, they they're gonna need another one of those bounce back games that make you think that maybe this thing can work out uh, if they draw the right cards. You know, but not super optimistic right now. This Saints game is it's gonna be important coming up. This is a I think it's going to be huge as far as where team morale goes. I mean, if they end up dumping too straight, and if it looks bad against the Saints too, they're not going to be in a good place. They're going to be getting a lot of media heat. I mean, it's going to catch up to them very quickly. Um, but, you know, then again, like you said, they bounce back, they play a good game, then, you know, everyone's going to be pretty pretty damn happy again, I'm, I'm sure, especially beating a team like the Saints. So, I, you know, right, it can go either way, but, you know, we're constantly talking about the same things on this podcast. It, it's very clear where the issues are. I, I think you know any Bears fan that's watched them, watched every game this year, can, can see exactly where all these issues are stemming from. And it, it, it honestly just it hurts week in from week out watching the team suffer from the same thing because like banging your head against the wall, you know? Yeah, there's no attempt to. I mean. It, think okay. One thing before we wrap this up, because I'm sure people don't want to hear more sad Bears news, and we should probably wrap this up real quick. But think about it: where this offense would be right now if the defense was, you know, bottom 15, like not in the top half of the league. This team would be less than a six-win team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, without yeah. a doubt. I mean, they're they're honestly probably like in Jets territory with this kind of offense. Yeah, I mean, when, no, when the I was watching, is as bad as the Jets. When I was looking, when I was watching, looking. Oh my goodness! When I was watching the Bears at, at the end of this game, I was like, you know, you know who they remind me of right now? The Denver Broncos of like last year. Yeah, you know. Yeah, where it's just like this. No, you want to know who so they bad. remind me of? Imagine, okay, imagine that Jacksonville Jaguars team, right? That went to the AFC Championship, right? against Tom Brady that ended up losing. Take that and then take Blake Bortles and chop his right hand off and make him throw with his left hand. And that's what this team is. They're <laughs> a worse version of that Jacksonville Jaguars team on offense. I, It's so hard to say. It's so hard to believe that a team could potentially be worse than that. But that this team's offense is way worse than that Jacksonville Jaguars team. Offense. 
Why, why can't we just have a good offense here in Chicago? <laughs> I think that's what we should wrap the show up. I think that's what we're all thinking right now. So thank you guys so much. Uh, we'll we'll come back at you guys on Wednesday. So make sure to check it out. We'll probably be in a lot better spirits. And uh, bear down, guys. Bear down. <laughs>